Hello and good day from Oz. Down under, Sally Eberhardt is into networking. So when she had the opportunity to do something completely different and exciting, while pleasing both her partner and his daughter, she took it. But she wasn't prepared for what was to follow. However, what did follow after her extraordinary experience is that she wrote about it. And here at Good Day from Oz, we're glad she did because it gave us a glimpse of a very Australian insight into, well, I'll let her tell you. When we were cannibals, a tale of fake blood, prosthetics and stars in the eyes. The poor backpacker never stood a chance. He was too naive, too trusting, too far from home, too damn delicious looking, just the right ratio of fat to muscle. I'd like to say that he never knew what hit him, but I'd be lying. He was fully conscious, struggling and screaming when they pulled him to the ground and ripped into his soft belly. Half a dozen hungry cannibals jostled for the most prized organs, bare hands tearing through his abdomen to possess his liver heart and spleen. Discarded intestines roped onto the blood-soaked grass and dismemberment ensued but at least the ear-shattering shrieking had ceased. If you think this sounds like a scene from a horror movie, you would be right, dead right. I don't even like horror movies, too brutal and gory. I'm definitely past the teenage scare yourself silly stage. What on earth were we thinking in the late 80s? They now distress me and I never subject myself to the atrocities. Yet there we were, in a tiny, almost ghost town in central Queensland, spattered in fake blood and pretending to lust after human flesh. How does an ordinary little family find itself in the middle of such horrific mayhem? Let me set the opening scene. Picture this. Brisbane, September 2018. A young girl with dreams of working in the movie industry has a loving dad with a partner, yes me, who also adores her. So when said partner has a chance to network her way into an invitation for the family to meet a movie director and makeup artist, she takes it. Over vegetable curry and chocolate brownies, it's a piece of cake to volunteer to help in any way we can. It's a low-budget gore flick. Unpaid bodies are welcome. Just like that, we're in the movie business as extras, fantasising about being discovered and living a life of fame and fortune. Well, maybe that was just me. December 2018 sees us hiring a big motorhome and heading northwest to Krakow for on-location filming of Flesh and Blood later to be renamed Two Heads Creek. We have no clue what to expect, but are looking forward to the experience. And it's a bit of an eye-opener. Making movies is not glamorous. It's long hours of either hard work or waiting, 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 and more waiting. As extras, we definitely had the waiting part of the deal. Being a night shoot, our day consists of trying to sleep while the sun shines, then breakfast at the mess hall at about 6pm, 
and hopefully being assigned to be on set at some stage of the evening. On the way to breakfast, we pop into wardrobe for our costumes. Op shop glamour, faded and tatty finery is the dress code. I have a beige safari-style jacket with a wheat pattern embroidered on the pockets put over my pirate wench top. My partner was already resplendent in upcycled cowboy shirt and boots, and the beautiful girl child was given a black and purple blouse that couldn't make up its mind whether it was spotted or striped. I'm giving you details so if you ever see this movie, you can point and laugh and say, you know those cannibals. Next is makeup. No looking gorgeous for us. Apparently, outback cannibals are a bit leathery and grungy. No lipstick or eyeliner to define features. Our faces are stippled to appear unkempt, grubby and aged by the harsh conditions. I'm starting to think I don't really want to be seen like this. We eat and wait for the shooting schedule. It's quite unpredictable. Sometimes you hear, come with me, if you are wanted on set. Sometimes you're told early that you can go home, that is, as you aren't needed. Sometimes you wait all night into the early hours of the morning only to be told that you can go. That's a little disappointing, but it's not personal. All the extras wait for their turn in the spotlight near the mess hall. When the assistant comes for you, you'd better be there and ready. No sneaking off for a nap or anything. Time. We enjoyed the luxury of time out there. A rare detox from technology saw, saw all the extras getting to know each other and playing board games while waiting. Our box of Cards Against Humanity got quite a workout, as did our bellies from laughing so hard. We were a varied bunch, interstate travellers mixed with locals, young with old, seasoned extras with first-timers. A few had ambitions of their star rising. A few regularly worked in the movie business. Some of us were simply curious. My partner was called for many more scenes than either his lovely daughter or me. We girls consoled ourselves by agreeing that we were just a bit too pretty. The director wanted the more rough and rugged-looking characters to play the cannibalistic townsfolk. At last we were all called to be on set. A crowd scene of celebrating Australia Day like there is no tomorrow. Pretending to eat and drink, dancing madly, cheering and whooping and then falling asleep in a drunken food coma all have to take place on cue. You are to ignore the cameras unless told otherwise. Fingers, toes, ears and tongues with the tasty nibbles. All prosthetic, of course, but incredibly realistic. Fake blood is poured from glass carafes into disposable plastic cups. Don't drink it, though. Apparently it tastes disgusting. On cue, we dance wildly, drunkenly, as a stunning female singer decked out in 80s glam rock gear belted out horror movie by Skyhooks, using a severed penis as a microphone. I assume it was prosthetic, but a disturbing thought crossed my mind. Wouldn't a horror movie be the perfect cover for a real town of cannibals? Advertise for movie extras and save a fortune on those incredibly crafted and expensive prosthetics by turning a couple of backpackers into props. 
there's an idea for a spin-off from this movie. I'm pretty sure, well, I think everyone made it out alive and had a great experience in the process, but no more horror movies for me. We were at Krakow for only four days and nights. Many people were there for weeks and also at other locations for extended periods of time. The crew worked from sunset to dawn while we were there, and out of all those 48 to 50 hours of film, they say only about 90 seconds will make it into the movie. 90 seconds? I'm thinking this will not be my big break. If you see a bearded man in a brown and grey check cowboy shirt with his hands deep into that freshly killed backpacker, that's my partner. He may even score a few seconds screen time, so keep your eyes peeled. As for our teenage drama queen, she learnt much about the movie business and is very happily studying graphic design. That was an excerpt from our show, Krakow and Two Heads Creek. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out a little more about Sally and other podcasts, please go to Good Day From Oz Down Under. Oh, and we would love a review on your listening platform. Thank you.